and welcome to the Football for Kids podcast with me, Darren Reese. In this episode, we're going to do some questions and answers. Thank you to everybody who has sent their voice notes in and their written questions too. If you would like to ask me a question, you can ask an adult to send an email to footballforkidspodcast at gmail.com. I have had some brilliant questions come in. And the first one is from Rory, who says, Hi Darren, my name is Rory and I live in Dorset and I support Watford. I love listening to your podcast when we are driving to Vicarage Road. Please can you do a podcast about football stadiums soon, as I love learning new facts about the biggest and the best stadiums in the world. Please can I have a shout out for the team that I play for, Stallbridge under eights and my teammates, Leo, Archie P, Archie S, James, Jacob, Charlie, another Charlie, Zach and our coaches Ashley and Tim. So a big shout out to everybody at Stallbridge under eights. It's also today, the day that I'm recording this, Sunday the 12th of March, Rory's birthday. Happy birthday Rory and I know that you went to play Boscombe today and your team won 4-2. So congratulations and well done to everybody in the team. This is Rory's question. What Premier League stadium has the most seats? Well, the answer to that question, in the Premier League, the biggest stadium for fitting people into the ground is Manchester United Stadium, Old Trafford. Their stadium can take 74,310 people. That's a lot of people for football. And just for good measure, the smallest stadium in the Premier League is the Vitality Stadium, which is where Bournemouth play, which is also known as Dean Court. And at Dean Court, 11,364 people can go to the games. Right, moving on to the next question which is from Louis Sherb, who's six years old and is a big fan of Lionel Messi. This is his question. My name's Louis and I'd like to know, what's the oldest football club ever? Now, this is a bit of a tricky one because there's lots of reports of lots of clubs which claim to have started on all sorts of different dates. But the one I am most confident is the oldest football club in the world is Sheffield Football Club. There's a lot of evidence to show that Sheffield Football Club started in 1857, which makes it 166 years old. There's lots and lots of really old football clubs out there, but from what I can see, Sheffield FC is the oldest. Thank you, Louis. Now, the next question comes from Blake. And Blake has got his own podcast. And what I will do is I will stick the link to Blake's podcast in the description of this episode so you can go and give it a listen. So here's Blake with his question and to tell you a little bit about his podcast. Hi, Darren. It's Blake from FPL Kids and I'm eight years old. I'm excited because I've got a podcast too. I recorded it with my dad and it's got lots of fun. It's based, it's about the game FPL, Fantasy Premier League. You can subscribe and listen on most of the main podcast players. 
Also, I've got a question for you. How many hot dogs can you fit in your mouth? But I can't ask that because my dad said it had to be related to football. So I thought, how many hot dogs can Raheem Sterling fit in his mouth? Just kidding. I'm going to get on to my real question. How many, how many players have you met? My dad met the Arsenal Invincible team in 2004. Also, I have a podcast request for you. Please can you do a podcast on Leeds United and its history? Because I'm a Leeds United fan. Bye. Well, Blake, I've actually met a couple of really good and lovely footballers. The first one I'll tell you about is Aaron Ramsdale, the Arsenal goalkeeper. I met him when he was in a hotel bar in Bournemouth when I went to go and work on some boxing. And another person who I've met is the Queen of the Jungle and Euro-winning lioness Jill Scott. Some of the work which I do outside of Football for Kids is I commentate on boxing on the radio. And I also get to speak to all sorts of different people when I'm reporting ringside. And I met Jill Scott and interviewed her live on the radio as she was there to watch some boxing. And she was absolutely lovely. Thanks very much for your question, Blake. And, oh, by the way, I'll have to try the hot dogs out. I'll report back on that one. The next one is from Heavenica, who recently wrote me a brilliant letter. And she's got some fantastic questions. Let's have a listen to what Heavenica's got to say. Hi, Darren. My name is Heavenica, and I would like to thank you for reading my letter. Please can you answer these questions for me? Why do players get red and yellow cards? How big is the football ground? How, how big is the football stadium? Thank you. See Well, there's some good questions there, Heavenica. Why do players get red and yellow cards? And how big are football stadiums? Let's start with the cards, shall we? Well, players can receive a yellow card for so many different things, like time-wasting and taking forever to take a throw-in or a goal kick, or for tackling too harshly and not getting the ball. They can be disrespectful sometimes and end up with a yellow card. The yellow card is used to caution the players. It's like saying, Oi, you, do something like that again and you'll be off. So a yellow card is for warning players when they've done something wrong. If a player gets too many yellow cards, they can end up getting banned from matches. Some players are worse than others. Like Casemiro, who plays for Manchester United. He's always getting a yellow card and recently getting red cards too. But then on the other hand, there's players like Gary Lineker. Gary Lineker went his whole career without a yellow or a red card. Players can end up getting a red card if they've already got a yellow card and they break the rules again. The referee will have enough of them, he'll reach into his top pocket, pull out the red card and he'll send them off. But the referee can give a player a red card if they do something really bad. For example, some players will go in for a tackle with their studs up and cause a bad injury. If the referee thinks they did it deliberately, then they'll be off. There are so many different reasons that footballers can end up with yellow and red cards. And I know that as you watch football more and more over the years, you'll gain a greater understanding over it. But hopefully that gives you a little bit of an idea. 
With football stadiums, we've covered that a bit with Rory's question. Tens of thousands of people pack into stadiums up and down the country to watch football every week. For those people who've been to a football stadium, you'll know how big it is. And if you haven't had the opportunity to go yet, my goodness, it is quite something when you walk up the steps of a big stadium. The biggest stadium I've ever been into is Wembley Stadium, and that holds 90,000 people. And a little fun fact for you about Wembley Stadium. It's got more toilets than any other stadium in Europe. Fantastic if you need a wee. Well, thank you very much for your question, Hevanika, and it's great to know that you're still listening to the podcast. The next one is from Rian, who has written to me before. Rian, I must apologise because I thought your name was Ryan when I read it at first. Rian is a Liverpool fan and he went to the game where Liverpool beat Manchester United 7-0 the other day. That must have been a good game to watch as a Liverpool fan. Definitely not as a Manchester United fan. Is Rian's question. This is a question from Rian Gann in Dublin in Ireland. I know Kenny Dalglish was a really good player manager, but is there any player managers left? So then, player managers. For anyone who isn't sure what a player manager is, going back a good few years ago, there used to be a lot of managers who were also players. They would be managing the football team and then all of a sudden, they'd make the decision to go on. This isn't that common these days and I've searched to see if there are any current player managers and I couldn't find any. So if anybody does know of any, please can you let me know. The closest I got was the new Pompey manager who used to be a player coach at Oxford. Thank you very much for your question, Rian. And if anybody gets in touch to let me know that there is a current player manager, I shall let you know. And the last one, which came in via email in a written format, says, Hi Darren, I have two questions for you. If you didn't support Pompey, which team would you support? And have you played football and what position did you play? I love the podcast and I've listened to every episode. My favourite one is the one about Messi. And he's got about 500 eyes there. And that is from Stanley. Well, thank you for your question, Stanley. If I answer the first one, if I didn't support Pompey, which team would I support? Hmm. Well, I support my legs because they support me. Um... It's a bit of a difficult one. I think I'd probably support Liverpool because my granddad was a Liverpudlian and he used to live on the same street that Anfield's on. In fact, he once said that he could throw a stone at Liverpool Stadium. That's how close he was to it. And when he was younger and he couldn't afford to go to the football games, he used to listen out of his bedroom window. And he knew if Liverpool scored because he heard the almighty roar from the stadium. So, I think it would probably be Liverpool. And have I ever played football and what position did I play? So, I used to play when I was a lot younger and I didn't really have a position. However, I will tell you that I was absolutely dreadful in goal. I don't think anybody let as many goals in as I did. Well, that's all we've got time for in this episode. Thank you very much to everybody who took the time to get their questions in. 
We'll do another one of these in a few weeks. So if you've got a question you want to ask, record a voice note and send it in to footballforkidspodcast at gmail.com. And remember, if you know someone who loves football just as much as you do, then please tell them about Football for Kids. And whether you're playing football soon, watching it on the telly or pitch side, I hope that you enjoy the game. See you next time.